presenting the transcription feature, Superman. Up in the sky. Look. It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Now, Superman, valiant fighter for truth and justice, champion of the weak and the helpless, who has appeared on Earth with a physical structure never before attained by mortal men. Superman, who is stronger than a locomotive, faster than a speeding bullet, and who walks about among human beings as mild Clark Kent, news reporter for the Daily Planet. When we last saw him, Kent was in the southwest at Lonely Bridger Field with young Jimmy Olsen, copy boy on the planet investigating the connection between the man known as Professor Hagen, animal trainer in Lawbeck Circus, and the series of mysterious crashes among test planes of the privately owned National Air Service. Finding evidence of Hagen's plans in the caverns below the circus ground, Superman had taken off in a last desperate attempt to save a brand new mystery plane. Last word in aviation science, due to reach Bridger Field at midnight. As our story continues today, not much time is left. Moonlight shines down on the slopes of the Rockies and on the search party headed by young Jimmy and Ed Hamlin of the airport, making their way up the narrow trail by muleback, and also on the tiny cabin in which Hagen makes his deadly machine ready. Listen. Ah, so it works well. Most instructive, eh, Carl? What is it, Professor? What exactly does it do? Yeah, if the capable Pedro were here, he could show you to the Queen's state. Why did you send him back to Del Rio? Back to Del Rio? By no means, Carl. Merely down the trail to operate the signal device. You think there is someone coming? I'm quite sure of it. Thanks to that interfering newspaper man, Mr. Clark Kent. What would you do? I believe he sent out a party to scour the trails above Bridger Field by muleback. Professor, if they do that, they'll find the cabin. Here? Rest easy, Carl. Much will happen before they reach here. Now, see? Watch what occurs when I focus the machine. I see nothing at all. Professor. Yes? What does the teleplane do? That is my secret, Carl. It stretches out into the dark, silently, invisibly, till it meets the metal of the plane's engine. Then what? Then heat. Terrific heat. Ten times hotter than the electric arc. The metal is made white hot. Then incandescent. Then it gives way and disappears in the form of gas. It is gone, Carl. Completely gone. That's why they found the no motors in the wrecks. Just so. And it is also why they will find no trace of this mystery ship at all. It will vanish completely, Carl. Like a puff of smoke in the wind. In exactly, in something less than nine minutes. Now, stand by again while I make another adjustment. But be careful, my friend. Be careful to keep well out of range. Now. Watch out, Jimmy. Don't try to guide the mule. I'm not, Mr. Hamlin. He knows more about these trails than you do. Now, wait, let's pull up under there. Oh, 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 oh. You think we ought to stop, Mr. Hamlin? How much time is there? Wait till I take a look at my watch, you mean. Mm. Eight minutes to twelve. Gee, if that's right, Mr. Hamlin, we got to keep going. There isn't time to stop. We're doing all we can. Hey, Jimmy, did Kent tell you just where to find this cabin? No, he, he wasn't sure. He said it was someplace that overlooked the field. Oh, oh, then we're on the right track. Up ahead away, we'll find the shack. Mr. Hamlin, come mm. on. We've got to find that cabin. Take it easy, boy. Hurrying will just get us killed. Can't take these narrow trails at a gallop. Where are we? Where have we got to? Now, wait a minute. Let's see. We're on what's called the Chasm Trail. Right up ahead is the narrowest part of it. You see where the moonlight shines against the rocks? Golly, it looks plenty narrow. And it is. It's sort of a shelf. 
sticks out over nothing. Now what about it? Are you game to try it? If it'll stop what's going to happen down there in our field, I'll try it. Listen, Mr. Hammond, mm -hmm. what about the others? Where do you think they've got to? The other trail parties? Well, one of them took the hog back, and the third went around by Sunset Canyon. Are there cabins up there, too? Yes, indeed, and they all have a view of the field. Well, come on, let's get going, Mr. Hamlin. Mm -hmm. If there is anything up there, we've got to find it in the next seven minutes. You better let me go ahead, Jimmy, especially when we get to the show. All right, but I'll be right behind. Mm -hmm. Be careful now. If your mule loses his footing, throw yourself against the rocks on the inside of the trail. Is he... is he apt to do that? Mm, well, no, but then you never can tell. It's a long way down. Now, uh, now watch it, Jimmy. Here's the shelf. Just follow right straight along and don't look down. I couldn't anyway. It's too dark to see much, mm. except where the moonlight is. Golly, it's now. All right. Come on, Jimmy. Don't stop. We want to get off this place. The cabin's just up ahead away. Mr. Hamlin, how far is it across the shelf? Oh, four or five hundred yards. Oh, keep going. Mr. Hamlin, listen. Huh? What's that noise? What? A slide. There's a rock slide up on the mountain. Get going, Jimmy. From the sound, it might be coming right down here. But where are we going, Mr. Hamlin? Right, right on ahead. It's quicker than going back. No. No, we can't do it. Look. Huh? Something just came down right on the Trails, boulders, big ones. Get back, get back against the rock. Mr. Hamlin's coming straight for us. Get off that mule, quick, Jimmy. Now, duck behind him. That's the way. That's it. Now, quick. Crawl right against the rock. Hurry up, quick. It's coming, it's coming. Down from the top of the mountain hurtles the mass of rock and earth. But suddenly another sound fills the air. A great rushing of wind. Superman comes streaking over the trail. It's Jimmy. Jimmy and Ed Hamlin. They're right under that slide. Down. Down. Here she comes. I can divide that slide right here. It will jump the shelf and never touch them. Now. Here she is. Right in the middle. Oh. It's working. It's dividing. They're going to be all right. Oh, going right over their heads. Uh. Now for Hagen. There's just time to stop him before midnight. Up, up, and away. Almost ready now. What's the clock say, Carl? Two minutes to twelve. Two minutes to go. Two minutes more, my Carl, and we are now paid. Professor, yes. is there any sign yet of the plane? Oh, not yet. Will it be on time, do you think? I think so. If what I've heard is true, it flies to the split second. Machine, is it ready? Quite ready, Carl. When the plane appears, I start the teleplane in operation. Once started, it will do its work wherever it is pointed. But mind, my friend, keep out of its way. Professor, look, up there in the west. Lights, wing lights of a plane, Carl. That's it. It's coming. Just a few seconds more now till it gets above the field. It's coming like a lightning bolt. Professor Hagen, what speed? Look. And when it hits the Hagen teleflame, it will be even more like a lightning bolt, Carl. It will burst into flames like a meteor. Now I start. I start the teleflame. I hear it. I hear it flying. Oh, no, no. Don't be ridiculous. You can't hear it this far off. You hear the teleplane. Mom, it's not the teleplane. It's something else. Right over our heads. Professor, look. Look. 
Now then, the plane is above the field. Good thing the moon is up so we can see. Now watch, Carl. Watch. Professor, there's a man. A man in the sky right over us. Here he comes. Drop that machine. Cut it off. Who's that? Carl, stop him. Get him. I said stop that machine. Professor, look out. Please. Too late, my friend. Now, now. No, it's not too late. Just watch this, Hagen. He's got the machine. Carl, stop him. Shoot him. He's turning him around. Stop, stop. Now then. He's pointing at us. The cabin. The, the whole cabin is coming down. Look out, Carl. Look out, Carl. Stop, Jimmy. Pull up. Oh, boy, that was a narrow escape. Gosh, that rock slide almost got us, Mr. Hamlin. What about the cabin? Where is it? Never mind the cabin. Look down the valley. Toward the field, Jimmy. Look. The plane. I see its lights. The plane. And look, look. She's circling for a landing. She's coming down. Mr. Hamlin, what if she goes up now? What if she catches fire? The cabin. Make for the cabin. No, no, no. no. It's too late for that. She's got a chance. Wait a minute. Look, Jimmy, look. Look, they're down. They've made it. They've landed and they're safe, Jimmy. They're safe. Hi there. Did I hear voices? Ken, Mr. Ken. Dolly, where did you come from? Off the other trail. Did you see what happened? Oh, Ken did. We just watched it. The plane safe and sound at Bridgerfield. But the cabin, Mr. Ken. What about the cabin? Oh, the cabin. It's, uh, it's right up ahead. I've just come from there. You have? Well, what about Professor Hagen? Was he there? Did he have a machine? Oh, yes. Yes, he was there, all right. And he had his machine. All right, all right. Then, uh, then what happened? Hamlin, I don't know. Something must have gone wrong. Instead of hitting the plane, Hagen's machine hit Hagen and then destroyed the cabin. Whatever it was, it's gone now. Hagen and his machine are finished forever. Ken, are you sure of that? Absolutely positive. It's a promise. Now what do you say we get back down there and see what this mystery ship looks like, eh? Jimmy and I have a swell story to file for our paper back east. Oh, boy, I'll say we have. Let's go, Mr. Ken. Just in the nick of time, Superman saves the day. The mystery plane, last word in man's conquest of the air, rests safely at Bridger Field. And Clark Kent pours a tremendous scoop. But there's another assignment on the way. Even as he speeds eastward again with Jimmy, a strange and unbelievable mystery takes form ahead of him. Tune in next time and follow the story of Superman. Up in the sky, look! It's a bird. It's a plane. It's Superman. Superman is a copyrighted feature appearing in Action Comics magazine.